This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TMS at checkout to get free shipping. Coming up on TMS, the annual Mother's Day face-looking contest. Kicking the poo under the rug. Pokemon, buddy, will get the balls for you. No slip for my hot dog. That land before time. Ohio. Kim dodged the COVID bullet. The dog shusherer. Eating with our masks off. Pokemon stay. I don't like bees. Pickle Lane, June. Went to a literal farm upstate. President Musk mask. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Well, don't keep us in suspense, Alpine. Why'd you treat us to this open house? And who's the barefoot stranger? Some kind of fungus. The morning stream. This is the morning stream. Do you like penicillin on your pizza? Hey everyone, welcome to the morning stream. It is Monday, June 15th, half the month over already in June of 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, he's Brian Ibbett. Hi. That's right, it's the Ides of June, Scott, the Ides of June. Isn't that weird though? Halfway through June? When did I know? When did that I know. happen? It feels like a, yeah, it feels like June just started. I don't like it, dude. I don't, like that <sighs> I one don't bit. either. If time is going to go, I wish time would make up its mind. Either it's going to go really slowly yeah. <laughs> and, and make it feel like every month is an entire year, uh, or it, it uh, it's going to go fast. I can't have it do both. I can't have it feel like, my God, June was a long, uh, has been a long year, but boy, has it gone fast. Yeah. Pick, <laughs> pick a lane there. Uh, yeah. June, decide who you're going to be, what you're going to be, and and then be that thing, and then stay in that lane. Uh, Anyway, hey, what's going on, everybody? We're here. We got a show to do. It's a whole new week at TMS. It's uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. Brian, it's fine. You know, our state's having a huge uh, COVID spike spike because everybody went and did stuff on Mother's Day and on Memorial Day. Well, it's the annual uh, Utah Mother's Day face-looking competition, and right. that usually that's usually a recipe for disaster. It gets us every freaking time, every yes. year. When you lick the face, you get a case. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. What the, what happens here is my wife was supposed to... Okay, so uh, this is a long story, but a while back, she was invited to go to Lake Powell with a friend of hers uh, to help get their boat ready for the year. And yep. she's done this before, did it last year, loved it, had a great time. She likes doing that. I'm like, sweet, go ahead, no problem, I'll cover things here. Then that trip got canceled last second for unrelated reasons uh, to what I'm about to tell you. However, okay. the people that still went, there was a whole separate boat with 16 additional people that were going to be on this houseboat uh, mm-hmm. along with everybody else. They went, and it ended yesterday, and they found out oh, no. that they had two people with, the, with them on that trip the whole time. Maybe it was just one. I thought it was two. One or two people the whole time that had COVID and didn't know it. And now that and they were all super tight knit inside the houseboat and all hanging out and everything. So now there's like sixteen people are probably gonna get the damn thing or something close to it. And it's just a bunch of ah. So oh, my wife geez. didn't go. We got we've dodged that bullet. It's fine. Yeah. We're here. We got it. And uh Well th- this yeah. is good because the uh, World Health Organization has been saying we need some more data about asymptomatic people because we can't we keep saying the wrong thing, and we have to <laughs> we have to backtrack on uh, stuff we announce. So yeah. they keep, uh, yeah, they get, keep them, get, get the get the who involved. They do keep. Uh, <laughs> can we get uh, Pete Townsend's belly involved? Can he yeah, help? Yeah, as well? That's always involved. Yes. Yeah. All right. You can't, you can't <laughs> not have Pete Townsend's belly involved. It's always involved. 
It's almost detached the way it swung around. It almost fell off. Anyway, the point is, uh, she didn't go, so everything's fine that way. Instead, this weekend, um, I knew we were going to do this, but I'd forgotten how much of a handful it can be. I don't know the last time you had to do a 48 to 72 hour watch of a 16 month old, but uh, turns out they're highly mobile. They want to open everything and they want to put all sorts of stuff in their mouth. It's like having a baby again. And it was hard. Like Van is awesome. Don't get me wrong. He's the sweetest, happiest, wonderful little kid. But when you've got 72 straight hours of watching a kid, you're back in full young parent mode and they poop mm. every 10 minutes. It feels like they oh, yeah. are picky yeah. about their food. They don't want to go down for their nap. They get up. Nope. They, they're constantly uh, trudging around, grabbing the things you don't want them to grab. And yep. uh, he opened every door and every drawer he could find. Yeah. That's the stage. <laughs> you know why? Because you guys don't have child locks on them any like uh, anymore. You probably had them when you when you know Nick and Carter and Taylor were kids. Yeah. Although was, I guess it wasn't in this house. In no, the house was, you're in now. Yeah, that was like three houses ago. And even then, yeah. they were all like temporary plasticky things that we then took off. Right now, I'm right. thinking we ought to get some whenever he's here because mm-hmm. he's really into freaking everything. Um, a delight and a, and and none of it was work. It all felt fine. It's just that I got nothing else done. Yeah. Nothing. The whole weekend, other than film sack getting recorded, just got kiboshed. We were supposed to do There Will Be Dungeons last night, but Bo wasn't feeling well, so that got canceled. But uh, yeah, like any other time that was like, all right, am I not working at this very moment? Okay, cool. Well, then I'm helping with the baby. I'm holding the baby. I'm taking him on a walk. Him's changing his diaper. I'm feeding him. Like it was just like a, it was like a big flashback. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Uh, it, 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 that's what grandparents are for. They're they're uh, they're there to realize, to remember what it was like, and be reminded of what it was like when uh, yep. the kids whose kids they're watching were kids, and then send them home uh, right. two that's days right. later. Although I will say this: the kid goes down at eight thirty and doesn't wake up till seven thirty the next morning. Just every night wow. sleeps like a solid really? brick. Yeah, it's great. It's just great. And he's okay, got that's this, impressive. He also learned a new thing while he's with us. So that's what I like. It means we're being influential. So whenever the dogs bark at, for no reason, Kim's always shushing them, right? Uh-huh. So now if he hears a dog bark anywhere in the neighborhood, it could be 20 <laughs> blocks that way. It doesn't matter. Even the hint of a dog barking, he'll stop yeah. whatever he's doing and go, shh, shh. <laughs> that's great. awesome. He just learned, you know, learned to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did it this weekend. Does, do Taylor. Uh, do Taylor and Dylan have a have a um, a dog? Uh, they did. They had uh, member. Um, what's her name now? Izzy. Uh, Izzy the oh, Pitbull. Izzy, of course. Yeah, yeah. How did I forget Izzy the Pitbull? But yes. Izzy the Pitbull had a severe jealousy problem when the baby came, oh, yeah. and they they ended up finding her the happiest home that still like checks up with them weekly with like photos and stuff with other dogs. Went to live. Doing. Went to live at a farm upstate. Kind of, yeah, sorta. But, yeah. but a real, but a real one. <laughs> but but really went to yeah. live up in a at a farm upstate. Yeah, a literal place uh, that is got like I guess they've got three or four pit bulls. They've got this huge yard to run in. It's like great. So. She's an awesome dog, but she she lost it when the baby came and couldn't get the yeah, attention she needed, and she just started tough. moaning and tearing stuff up and ripping carpet apart and just you know just stuff to get attention, and it was it was just too much. So they were like, "All right, we got to find her home." Taylor was completely destroyed about it, but it turned out okay. She's in a happy place. She has like a sister dog that hangs with her all the time now. Seems happy as ever. It's all good. good. All good in the hood. Good. Uh, all right. I always wonder what dogs remember of their previous owners. Like if it's if they're in this brand new place and it's like in cats too, right? 
uh like ah yeah you know i can't remember a life before living here at this uh, great farm with all these other dogs and these people and you think they have uh i, don't, I always want to be in a dog's brain for just 10 minutes let me just yeah. get in there you know yeah is it I'd so much to, to ask too. i just want to be in there you know remus is now living over uh you know with his with tristan and his girlfriend and their their roommates over in that new apartment yeah and we went over there to bring over a dresser and saw him and he was like oh hey but it wasn't like a Oh, hey, I remember you guys. Mm-hmm. It was more like a, oh, hey, people, people, people that I, <laughs> people that I don't recognize have never seen before in my life. <laughs> Dang it. I vacuumed up so much of your fur behind the, uh, the old, uh, uh, drawer system that was over here. You better remember me. Yeah, that's the thing. And I don't know that they do. I think they probably, they live in the moment like, uh, Rainbow Bright just said, but also, well, I don't know. You see these videos of like, you know, a guy coming home from from Afghanistan and he hasn't seen his sure. dog in two years during the tour and then the dog just loses it for this guy. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that's it's true. a combination of like smells and, you know, the, those those kinds of things are what triggers their memories or triggers their feelings of like, oh, yeah, right. This is the person I mm-hmm. like the most or whatever. Maybe that's what happens. Let's let's let uh, it makes me feel better to think it's like that. So let's say it's like okay, that. it's like that. <laughs> we'll just say it's let's like just that. Say it's like that. we have a couple of dog experts in the audience. They'll probably write in and tell us. I'm sure if we're wrong or not. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, that was most of my weekend. That and getting major allergies. The the freaking <clears throat> whatever's in the air right now is just murder, and it's making me sneeze. Your grasses, and just, trees, or molds. Uh, <laughs> one of those. One of those is on the rise. Pro- right now. Probably grasses where I live. I'm thinking. Because there's a bunch of fresh, new growth that's like along the paths and things that I walk and that sort of thing. Um, hey, I had a I had an update though for you. Yes, yes, I want to hear about this because uh, you had a little event that you went to that you were you yeah. were waffling on uh, attending. Yeah, so I was kind of waffling. This Questioning. Is, yes, this is we talked about it on PM. So uh, since a lot of you don't hear that show, if you don't support us on Patreon, here's here's the gist of it. I was invited to like a little backyard back alley sort of where all these uh, roads and people's driveways sort of converge behind us, I was invited to a little neighborhood barbecue hangout thing. And it was just like a nice little, hey, if you live in the area, you know, come on over. Tell us, tell us how many burgers you're going to eat or if you want hot dogs, we'll have it ready for you, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, cool. All right, who's invited? And then I realized, oh, man, one of the people barbecuing is Tesla guy. And you right. all know all the old stories about Tesla guy. Yeah, there's um, been a little bit of uh, back and forth between you and and uh, the Tesla neighbors. Yeah, first it was loud, you know loud noises and yelling <laughs> and uh, certain swear words were were maybe involved that sort of thing. <laughs> um, right. So we we were kind of on the ups with them in that they uh, they were really nice right around Halloween when we saw them. Uh, they came to the house and brought their two kids and and we and we thought that was a good sign because previous to that when it was still snowing, Kim helped rescue him, helped get his. Uh, his his freaking Tesla off the snowbank that he was kind of trapped on over at his place. So we felt like a couple of good deeds may have softened up the joint a little bit, right? Right. But oh we, boy, hard to get over those uh <laughs> those snow piles when you've got a couple double A batteries under the hood. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Need a little, need a little weight. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's not so easy. I wonder how that truck would do. Probably better. The Tesla truck. Probably. Yeah, one would think. Oh, but yeah, anyway. The cyber truck? Yeah, the, the cyber the, truck. Uh, the, the broken windshield or the broken side window. <laughs> yeah. The one that looks like Tron made it. That one. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, you know, we had all that back and forth and stuff. But, you know, I'm very much a person who, even if I get into a big row with somebody, I'm totally cool 
bearing the hatchet, you know. But I didn't know what their willingness was. So we haven't really talked, talked to them uh, since then. We had that one awkward moment at the swim at the pool before before pools were a thing I never go to again, um, where they were there and they just kind of stared at us and you know they were it was weird. But anyway. Uh, so they, I find out they're going to be there. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is this going to be awkward? Are they going to, is it going to come up or whatever? Here's what happened. Okay. First okay. of all, our plan to have me put a slit in my mask and insert a hot dog through the mask didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. happen because before we went over there, I was looking out the window going, I need to see who's wearing masks. If right. nobody's wearing masks and I pull that stunt, that's going to be weird. Because if I, should, I the only one showing up wearing a mask, I know, isn't that... It's a little weird. I still, I we still left and went over there with masks. We ate yeah. with them off. Yeah. Uh, well, which you, yeah, you, you had kind of. But nobody else yeah. is wearing them, and we are all spread apart. So they, they all had that in mind, right? They were, they're, they're mm-hmm. the point was to keep everybody in distant, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, but my slit and hot dog plan gone. It's not happening. Okay. All right. All I know. Right. I know. I was really I'm into keeping, it. I'm keeping my nice, crisp fifty dollar PayPal doll. Bucks. Yeah, who? What president's on there? What president's face do we put uh, on the PayPal? President uh, Zuckerberg. Okay, yeah, the fifty dollars PayPal. Uh. <laughs> President Musk. Um. Anyway, because <laughs> right, exactly. didn't wait? Didn't Elon Musk founded PayPal? Didn't he? Oh, that he right? Was involved, wasn't he? Or was he right? a major yeah. investor or something? Hold on, Elon Musk. He was. He was involved. Oh yeah, he's co-founder. That's where he made all his money. All right. Well, I'm glad that my fees helped him. Um, anyway, That's right. <laughs> really glad that helped build a seven percent at a time, <laughs> your, <laughs> whatever your SpaceX empire. Anyway, That's right. so, uh, uh, back to the point. So we are, uh, we're there and this, uh, his name is Dan, by the way. Okay. It's the first time I learned Dan. that. I learned that his name is Dan. Oh, really? Yeah. So all this time it wasn't that you just preferred calling him, um, Tesla, or Tesla neighbor. No, it was just that you didn't know what his real name. Didn't was. know his we're real still name. Calling him Tesla neighbor. Yeah, though. we'll probably Sorry. still call him that. But yeah. anyway, one of the first things that happens is he starts talking to me, and we and we are having a conversation as if we'd never had this altercation. It's Good. as if it never happened. There's no reference to it or any of that. The worst part of that though is while we're having this conversation, I'm trying to one hand open a bottle of mustard, and it turns out okay. that bottle of mustard. It's the flip cap, but I look down yeah. and I see, well, that's why it's not coming out. It's still got the seal. Yeah, still has the, it's a brand new bottle of mustard. You were the, you were the, uh, <laughs> you were the diverginer, diverginator of the mustard. Yeah, that mustard did not know what he was getting into when he got with me. <laughs> so I held that mustard there with one hand. I thought, oh, I can do this with one hand too. So I held it in a way that I could take my thumb and forefinger and peel the thing. Now, here's the problem. The mustard has been sitting out on this table for enough time in the sun that it's that it's warmed up. Mm-hmm. So while I'm talking to Dan, 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 the Tesla man, uh-huh. the cap goes and it explodes. Oh, so the uh, like you the, the seal you're yes. pulling off and that's when it's oh crap so okay. i do that and a big glob of mustard just goes firing up lands right on soldier 76's <laughs> face because soldier 76 shirt is what i'm wearing <laughs> just blop right there big yellow blop and he goes oh yeah that'll happen when it warms up and I'm, I'm like i cannot believe i'm doing this spilling this and having this conversation with dan the tesla guy um, mustard bomb mustard bomb <laughs> wiped it up best i could Lovely people. Sure. The other neighbors we got to meet for the first time. Super nice. There's another guy that just moved here from London. He's really nice. 
amazing cool. accent, smart guy. Uh, just love talking to him. Like they were all really nice. A couple of artist folks who were like super big into art and they were showing me their work and they're like, well, let me see yours. And we started sharing Instagram, you know, links and all this. So a good thing was happening, but there was a point where I'm sitting next to Dan, who, by the way, turns out he thinks I'm in my thirties. I take that as a compliment. Because, sure. Cause yeah. he said, he goes, so how old are you guys or whatever? And I go, I go, I'm 50. I turned 50 last July. He's like, shut up. And I go, I did. He goes, really? <laughs> I mean, he looked like genuinely concerned that I was maybe lying to him. <laughs> and I said, "Is you it the see some ID?" <laughs> I said, "I said, is it the Soldier seventy six shirt? Like, what's the problem? Maybe it's because we're holding the baby the whole time because we have the baby with us. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, that that doesn't matter. The point is, uh, we're sitting there, and another neighbor who has a great big dog now, because Dan no longer has a dog, but this other neighbor does, oh, okay. and sometimes their dog will poo on our lawn. They're very nice; they'll come over and pick it up. It's not a problem. But he brings <laughs> this up, so he says." Well, sometimes Molly, she runs over there and just poops right there on your lawn. Boy, I know when she does that. And I'm sitting next to, uh, next dish <laughs> the, to Dan. The one neighbor that, that this was like the, uh, the yeah. spark yep. of the feud. And I like <laughs> to you think. Had, you had finally gotten past and, and uh, we're yep. like seeing some calmer waters ahead. Yeah. And here comes another neighbor to kind of like un- unknowingly stir the waters. I'm, I'm, I'm confident that both Dan and I yeah had of course we were both thinking the same thing of course and of course we both just kicked it under the rug and it came up a couple of times later (laughs) and we just did the same thing and it was fine Mm -hmm. turns out this guy owns an arcade and a land thing called gamer planet and it's in sandy although they haven't done well in the covid stuff he was talking about but anyway what's what's a what's a land thing he uh, he owns an arcade and a land thing like a bunch of computers all oh a land yeah okay not i thought there's a land thing oh yeah he owns some land he got some land out there (laughs) you know a land thing land (laughs) he's got a bunch of et cartridges that's exactly right landfill he's got to dig them out no he's got it's uh it's full of computers they're playing you know overwatch and league and valorant and all this stuff all day and then he's got VR stuff there that nobody's using right now because nobody wants to share VR helmets. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we was talking a little bit about that. And I was like, oh, that sounds rad. I'd really like to go there. And then he wanted to hear what I was doing. He's like looking up the shows and all this stuff. And it just occurred to me, we were at war in 2015. Like there was a war for that, at least that couple of days. And then there was a cold, long cold war for <laughs> right, like yes. four and a half years. And now suddenly all this stuff in common. I don't know. There's a lesson there. There was a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. I'm, not, I'm still not 100% sure if I could articulate the exact lesson, but there's a lesson. And I think well, I learned it. You know, be 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 nice to your dick neighbors and your nice neighbors equally. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept wanting one to, of them might own an arcade. <laughs> and I kept wanting to say, like, you were talking about, we were talking about kids and stuff. And, and I said, I kept wanting to, like, when Nick would come up, he said, oh, yeah, your son's into, is he into that? And he was, He's playing Counter-Strike. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I kept wanting to say, you know, the one that put the bag of poo on your driveway that started this whole mess. I kept wanting to say, I kept wanting to make yeah, the reference. Yeah. But my brain yep. would stop me and say, no, no, don't bring that nope. up. There's time for that. There's, you know, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll go hang out a couple more times. Maybe you'll go to Gamer Planet. He'll set you up with a, a card that lets you access free play all the games. Although he probably has, it's probably how it's set up, right? Is that you pay a price. You do cards time. and I think it's per, I think it's an hourly thing. I think it's four bucks uh-huh. an hour or something like that. It's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. You guys will come become friends. He'll have your family down there. And then once things are like, 
Yeah, it's, you know, there's my son. He's the one who put the poo bag on your. Uh... <laughs> then everything goes back to. No, it'll be it'll you'll be you guys will be able to laugh at it. You'll be able to go look back and laugh. There was one other moment where somebody was talking about a guy's car that gets really loud at like three in the morning, and no, none of us know who it is. We're trying to figure out who it is. Uh huh. And. Oh. He revs it really loud, and it's just really annoying. And someone made a comment that, well, somebody really should call the police on that guy or something like that. And I wanted to go, <laughs> like that one night you called him on us. Remember that? Oh, shoot. <laughs> but I didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, still might be too early for that. So they're a nice little family. He's got a couple. He's got a one-year-old baby and a little boy who's super cute, and they're all they're fine. Everything's fine. Everyone's cool. got their stuff. I understand. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine now, and don't worry about it. It's been... It's been five. It's been what is it? The year. It's the year is five. Five years since we had the feud. <laughs> it's five years. MMFR. Roll down the window. Yelled something rude. Da, 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 da. Oh man, the bare naked ladies have come up a lot lately. I don't know why. What's they have. That? Well, it's because I watched that Stephen Page thing. He's got his fiftieth birthday. Stephen Page is turning fifty, and he's doing his own. He's doing like a fiftieth birthday concert. I think this weekend. You gonna do that one? I'm doing the coverthon thing. Mm. So, oh, did you see? I thought of you. Did you see? They're still doing the Pokemon Fest thing, Pokemon Go yeah. Fest, but they're oh, doing yeah. a virtual I'm buying one. Buying tickets, hell yeah! So, what do you do there? What, do, what is it? How do you do that? What is it? How does it work? They open up. They they are going to rotate biomes throughout the day. So, you know, this hour it's going to be an Earth biome, and this hour it's going to be a Water biome, and it's basically just going to be so you can play in your house. Or socially distant in your, you know, local neighborhood and your old town, stuff like that. And um, I'm they, hoping. What are they charging? Because uh, it just sounds you're playing like you're playing Pokemon Go at that point. What are they actually? Charge no, it's for this? it's uh, they'll charge 14 bucks for the two day event, and there's exclusive uh, Pokemon you can catch, and uh, and actually a story like a campaign, basically. You're so they for, tricked you. They for, tricked you into 14 dollar micro payment. That's what they did. Because if you oh. think about it, they could do that yeah. any time of the year and not call it Pokemon Go Fest. Oh, right? they totally could. And <laughs> and would this be the first time I've paid for something in this game? No, no, definitely not. Uh, well, no, I sure. actually am. No, I, it's, like, it's a campaign. It's like it. Uh, it's like a campaign that's not going on all the time, right? Gotcha. So you're paying for a um, a set of quests that unlock another set of quests, and each each thing along the way uh, opens up alternate versions of uh, Pokemon and. They give you free some free Pokemon balls with that with that price. A bunch of Pokemon well, balls. I don't think if you if you're paying for it, they're not giving you anything free because you're paying for it. But oh. they probably you do get uh, yeah. you do get plenty of Pokeballs. Actually, with this new like they've got a new buddy thing in there, you can um, turn one of your Pokemon into a buddy that that uh, uh, travels along with you on your adventures, and he goes to nearby Pokestops and gets balls for you, and gets <gasps> gifts and things like that. So you don't even need to leave the house to go to a pokey stop anymore. That's pretty great. Yeah. So it's like, um, what does that? Oh, Torchlight does this where you have a pet and he'll take all your stuff back to town and yeah. sell it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Great. More of that, please, in video games. So my, my pet's a swoobat. <laughs> oh, man. Tell me about a swoobat. Can you describe a swoobat so I know what I'm a thinking? A swoobat is a, uh, it's a bat uh, with a spherical body. Got it. And a pig nose. I guess it's probably a bat nose, I guess. Um, the bat knows. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's cuter than a woo bat or a uh, whatever the other the other first generation bats are. He's like he's got a like a, a round cloud looking body. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there he is. There's one right there. Okay. Yeah. 
and he just he just flies and he's got sees even got a little green gift for me so it's okay. during the, uh, like a blue pine cone body or something like kind of does have a blue kind pine cone body yeah and his yeah. ears uh join at the top so it almost looks like he has a zippy the pinhead did you give him a name, or is it just named a poo bat or whatever? Oh, says? I could give him a name. Uh, name I don't him. know if I'm. I don't know if I'm like. See, that's that's where I don't know if I'm that far, right? There's like, there's the yeah. I pick up the game and I catch a Pokemon here and there, and I'm not putting any money into it, but I just do it when you know kids are around and have fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's the I name every single Pokemon. I give it a cute name based on where I got it or what it looks like. Yeah. So I'm there's that spectrum. I'm maybe two-thirds of the way to the namey person i got you <laughs> but not quite because i'm still going out and doing raids and catching new things every time there's a new a new raid yeah but uh anyway huh. yes that's that's where i'm at all right but i'm not i could name this one i don't know what i'd name it name though. it um uh, i don't know i should uh, name it uh bruce yeah bruce because he's uh yeah he's yeah, I like that. yeah i like that yeah. uh when is this thing when are they doing it july end of july okay so, July 25th, 26th, I think. Well, at least you'll have you'll have better Somewhere access to the bath. There'll be better bathroom access for you than there was. If I, you, you know what? I had a great time um, uh, at at uh, GoFest in uh, Chicago. That was just such a good time. I I I would do it again this year. Were it not for <laughs> if they were having it, a and b. If they were having it, they, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> were it not for all the things that that <laughs> why they're not doing it. I would totally, uh, totally want to do and it. Leading up to this, here. weren't they kind of jumping all over the place? They weren't, it wasn't one city every year, right? It was a different place every year? Or do I well, they remember? always did Chicago and then they added a couple other cities. Oh, like, um, okay. Yeah. I remember uh, hearing something, something about other cities. And, but, uh, Shanghai or Japan, Tokyo, something like that. Yeah. Somewhere in Asia. Um, Asia. Asia. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm looking to see what the date is on this because uh let's see. Pokemon Go Fest 2020 comes to you in all caps. Um I don't know. I don't know what the date is. But, uh, <laughs> it's some hopefully kind of, it's some kind hopefully of I remember to buy a ticket before the date. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Uh all right, very cool. I'm uh I'm just curious about that when it's over. I want you to well, obviously you'll tell us here on the show what's going on. There we go. Saturday, July twenty fifth. And Sunday, July twenty sixth. So two days. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll talk about it, and and uh, whether I feel like it was a waste of money or uh, worth it. I'll bet it was worth it. That's my I bet. bet. It was worth. It. Yeah, fifteen bucks. I could be wrong, but I'll bet you. I I, I have less than or more than that in the cushions of my couch upstairs. Damn probably. straight. Hey, that music can only mean one thing. It's time for us to play a game and do it with our friend Brian Dunaway, all the way from South Carolina. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. The Be- music only means one thing: mm. a stroke. Mm. Oh, is that what it means? Jeez. <laughs> oh no! I, don't I hope that. not that. No, we don't want oh, that. Are you not? You guys not still hearing the music? No. Do you hear it? I hear it. Do you not hear it? <laughs> I hear it. it's right here. See? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, I see. If you're hearing just random music, you might be having a stroke. I see what you're saying. I there see you what you mean. Smell toast? Uh, is toast part of the song? Toast I is do not... smell toast, but I made toast, so I don't think that's a very accurate. Uh, <laughs> you neither smell toast uh, nor indicator. make toast. Got it. Uh, hey, uh, here's a question for you, real quick. Um, uh, how come your state and our state are having spikes? What do you think's going on there? Uh, more than what do the you, testing do would you suggest. Want the hard, honest truth, or do you want uh, the made-up pretend? Give me the made-up pretend, so I can 
see if it's the real one or not. You you give me one, and I'll see if I can tell which one's real. Um, I'm may pretend. Uh, let's see, may pretend. Um, um, you know, just uh, coronavirus was was hidden for a little bit, and then it just decided that it would uh, show late oh, to the game. Are people really state. saying that? That's crazy. I don't. I don't know what they're saying. All I know is I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, yeah. duh. Yeah. It's like. It's like, hey, we should open. Two weeks later, huge spikes. Hey, I wonder why it's happening. Yeah, weird. I wonder. Yeah, it feels like the logic is pretty easy to follow if you yeah, if you're paying it's, attention. It's pretty. It's pretty easy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, you open up. You have more people exposed. Suddenly, it's you have more cases. It, it yeah. just happens. That's how it works. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have on the line with us a very patient caller whose name is what? Hi, who's this? What? Hi, Clacky D in Des Moines. Clacky D. Clacky D in Des Moines, Iowa. Ohio, Iowa, sorry, De- Iowa, right? Yeah, yeah. Iowa. <laughs> I don't know why that why that one broke in my brain, oh, but it did. That, it that may help you with today's uh, Babel Royale. Oh no! <laughs> Name all the cities ever made. All right. Um, so, hey, uh, it's good to have you here, Clacky D. I think this is a couple times for you, right? You've been here before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Well, yeah, I hope- won before. Or, uh, have you? Are you always yeah, a bridesmaid, never a bride? Times. You won once? Okay. Oh, you have no idea what you're in for today because I see what our prizes are. I'm going to let Brian explain what you got to do and what you could win because it's insane. It is insane. So, Clacky D, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, they repeat an answer or they take too long to come up with an answer. The win is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to win based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a donation from Robert Queener because of uh, Boop last week and Brian Dunaway talking mm-hmm. about um, talking about the bundle for racial inju- or racial justice and equality. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He went out and bought a copy of it as a prize on Babel Royale. Now, if you're not familiar, this is like a thousand over a thousand games and apps. It is like 57 pages of downloadable games and apps like. Night in the Woods, Overland, Sky Rogue, Celeste, A Short Hike, Gladiabots, uh, Moonbase, Art <laughs> Other School. games Brian Ibbett can't say. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. A bunch anyway. of really good titles in there. Like the best indie titles currently, this this list has them in it. It's it's super strong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was uh, being hosted on Itch.io, which is a great place for indie game developers to distribute their games. And as a result, uh, when they're going to call out for raising money, uh, many developers were more than happy to throw their games in there, and as a lot of those indie developers have retained the rights to distribute their games, and as such, I think they collected. Last time I looked, it was uh, what was like over. They were trying to hit five million, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so they. I don't know if they made it or, but they they came off a close, if not. Yeah, that's huh. pretty good. I uh, I wish I was if I could keep any one game in here just to play it and see what it is. I would uh, keep One Night Stand, which is uh, after a night of fun, passion, and one too many drinks, you awake the next morning, dot, dot, dot. Nice. Oh, wow. Well, you never know, right? They're trying to, they're giving you a little bit of a cliffhanger there. They are, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's strong stuff. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, you wake up the next morning to find a complete stranger lying naked beside you in bed. What do you do? In One Night Stand, explore the unknown bedroom and seek out clues to identify who the stranger is and what happened to bring you both together. Wow, wow. Too real, man. Too, too, real. too real. Too real. It's real exactly. to me. Wow. That's right. Uh, let's see. Make small talk. Uh, find a way out. Uh, gnaw your arm <laughs> off. Let's see. Gnaw <laughs> your arm off. I like it. Like anyway. Play it like Zork. Just say, go north. Go north. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> exactly. 
Anyway. Light to match. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So um, that is what you could win if you uh, if you choose correctly here. Uh, let me get my notes here in front of me. Now, uh, something else. Oh, by the way, Robert Queener says, I'm donating, donating this, but I have one... Um, one request he wants to hear a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. Oh, I could play that for him. I mean, come on now. Yeah, uh, here it is. It's a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. There you go. That's nice. for you, Robert Queener. Enjoy All right, that, anyway. Queener. But before you even have a chance of winning that massive prize package, I need to give uh, the guys their topic. Their topic today comes to us from uh, Winmagus, aka Steven. Um, mm. This is a this is an e well relatively easy one because there are only 11 answers to this one there aren't oh. hundreds that i have to like navigate through mm. 11 answers to look through or to uh to name in here movies directed by not produced not starring not uh yeah. you know, directed by mel brooks oh oh so, mel okay. brooks movies and that heard, a lot there's of been them... a lot of talk about mel brooks recently so yeah is i don't there, want to mention he, what movies they're talking about he's not I, he, I, he's I, not dying or something is he don't tell no, me that no okay. no 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 just one of his movies has been a a, a big topic lately yeah mm, he was born in 26 that makes him 90 96 He's pretty ninety something. How do you know what year Mel Brooks was born? How do I know? Yeah, because you just know. Did you don't you just know say that? he was born in nineteen twenty-six. He's born in nineteen twenty-six. Okay, isn't he? Remember that? He's I old. don't know. I don't have that on my. Uh, I, I think that's pretty impressive. I'm now now I am shaking in my boots because no, I had no idea. You shouldn't shake in your boots, dude. I am not a Mel Brooks <laughs> movie fan. I know like three of them, four maybe. Okay, boots. Um, we'll see. And- us shaking. Bobby Franks, by the way, uh, wanted to point out that if you win this, Scott, according to TMSBabbleRoyale.com, the website where he keeps track of all this stuff, if you win, this would be your 100th win on oh, Babel Royale. Wait a minute. Nice. How does he know? How does he track that? That's crazy to me. Because he knows which, who won which one. Like he knows the winner. He knows the topic. Because he's made a list winner. and yeah. he's been checking it twice. That's right. Is he going to find yeah. out if I'm naughty or nice? Because shit. That's right. I'm screwed in the middle of July. All no, right. June. What month is Correct. it? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> All right. So you've got 11th or 11th, 11th, 11th movies, <laughs> <laughs> Mel Brooks movies to choose from. Um, Clacky D, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Uh, well, since Brian doesn't even know what month it is, I'll go to win. <laughs> <laughs> who should start between us? Uh, Brian can start. Okay. All right. Oh, good. Good. So I can finally mention the movie that's been much you a talk mention about. the movie that you've been wanting to mention. Right. Uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Yeah. Written and directed. Well, co-written. Written right? and directed. Uh, 1974. Uh, that was released. Uh, written and directed by Mel Brooks. Okay. Yeah. Let's it's go. It's been a topic on Twitter a pretty good bit lately. Yeah. Why is that? What's that about? Well, it 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 deals with uh, oh, with racism, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that's been a topic mm-hmm. of late. And people have have argued whether it was a appropriate look at racism, or if it was a um, if it was too too much, too, too much. jokey, yeah, mm. too jokey. What's... Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff like that. Uh, Gone with the Wind just got taken off of. Uh, oh, but it's back. Is it back? Okay, Good. it's HBO back. Mac, but but now with a with a scholarly introduction, hmm. as it was listed. A thing okay. of its time, but derp derp derp, like they do. All right, um, yes. let's just do ones I know. <laughs> 
Well, good. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. We haven't found shit. 1987 Spaceballs. Um, I think, well, it's one we watched for Film Sack. And it might be the only one on this list that we've watched for Film Sack. Because comedy is tough. Yeah, comedy is tough. Watch, there's one that I thought we did watch. Well, maybe there, maybe, maybe we did. We, not, we I thought we did Spaceballs. about Mr. Brooks. We did Spaceballs on Film Sack. We, we definitely, definitely did Spaceballs, balls, but yeah. we did one more recently, and now I'm not sure if it is if I'm right or not. But So I'm going to go with um, what I know we've never sacked, um, Young Frankenstein. Mm. Frankenstein. Yes, 19, the other movie that he directed in 1974. Uh, Young Frankenstein, directed by Mel Brooks. Very good. Okay, um, let's do... I'm only thinking of the ones that don't hold up very well. Uh, yeah. uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Ooh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I had totally forgotten about that one. Yeah, you one should. One that we definitely should watch for film sack. Terrible <laughs> movie. It's terrible. 1993 Robin Hood Men in Tights. Some kind people like Robin it. Hood. Some people Prince like it. I don't like Kevin it. Kevin Costner one. It's garbage. Oh, yeah. Prince of Thieves I'd watch. You should watch that. Garbage. Mm-hmm. Garbage. All right. I'm pretty sure we watched the producers. Is that not something we, we just did? And we did year? do it. We did do it for film sack. I had forgotten okay. about that. And I didn't want to say anything to say, oh, yeah, we did. Because, you know, obviously it would have been a hint. So, right. um, very good. We did sack uh, the producers in Springtime for Hitler. 1967, that thing is the uh, first movie he ever directed. Oh. Uh,. Uh, oh, I'm gonna need the whole title, aren't I? Mm-hmm. No, just the just parts of it is yeah. fine. Yeah, just give us one word. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Okay, it's History of the World Part Two. I think. Interesting. There's Interesting no part choice. one, right? Right. I remember that movie. Brian, is that like? Is yeah. that like Leonard? <laughs> what? History of the World Part 1. It is Part it 1, not Part 2? Part... Shut up! Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no, you took a step. Why would you go with Part 2? Because I thought in my memory... Thinking that was the joke, is that there was... No uh, yes, that that's what like I a... thought. That's exactly what I thought. Oh man. I remember there's a scene where Moses comes down from the mountain with three tablets and he says, I bring you the 15. And then one breaks and he yes. goes, the 10 yeah. commandments. And it was hilarious, yeah. and it was history because there was never a history of the world part two. Then it's the other way around. It was never a history of the oh, world part two. It's only wow. ever been one. You're thinking of uh, shit. The Traveling Wilburys, who released two albums, <laughs> Traveling Wilburys Volume One and Traveling Wilburys Volume Three. Did they really do Scott, that? Scott, you truly, yeah, you truly beat that. yourself this week because I was all out. I, that you, was it for me too. Me. That was it for me too. I don't think I. There's one other one that where he's like alone. I always want to say Rear Window, but that's not it. But it was no, making fun of that. Does, that's what it is a parody of. It's a parody of multiple Hitchcock movies called High Anxiety. High and Anxiety. Oh, and that is my favorite of the Mel Brooks films. As much as I like a lot of these other ones, oh. um, and as much as these other ones are better than High Anxiety, High Anxiety was the first one I watched, and I made my my mom drag me to the theater. I thought he was just that in it. Movie. I didn't. I wouldn't even have thought no, about that. No, he directed it as well. Uh, here's some other ones you guys could have said. Um, 
Dracula, Dead and Loving It Shit. from 1995. Oh, was that with Leslie? Yes, Will I forgot. Yeah. I forgot that. Oh, existed. I don't. I never watched that one. Yeah. Uh, Life Stinks from 1991. I just know it by name. I don't know anything about that movie. Here's the one I'm surprised you to mention: Silent Movie, which came out in 1976. Oh, I don't remember that. I and, uh, don't know that one at I all. Don't even know it. No, it is a completely silent movie except for the word "no," who is spoken by Marcel Marceau. Really? Yeah. Time. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, twelve. The twelve chairs from 1970 is the oh, other one you guys didn't mention. I don't know that one either. Oh so. my gosh, dude, that's insane. That the I, I we were out. We were both out. So how would that have gone? I've got, uh, I would have said history yeah. of the world part one and all one. you had to do was say part one, Scott. Right. Damn it. Would you? Would you? Oh. What would you? Would uh, did you have one, Brian? If you wouldn't have? No. No, no I had nothing else. Yeah, nothing. Was, so I was going to so take a was, stab. So really, uh, Clacky D lost because he chose. He backed the wrong yeah, horse. Yeah, you backed the wrong horse, dude. Barely. How, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about backing this terrible horse today? Uh, you'll get your 100th win on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're just a sweet guy. <laughs> it, was well, a lot of, it was a lot of pressure. I mean, we kind of psyched Scott out from the get-go. It's like, 100 wins. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't yeah. even think about those. But the thing is... Uh, I was sure you would know more of the obscure ones. I don't know why I thought you were. So I, I was already nervous because I didn't. I only know the dumb ones and the upfront ones. I don't. I'm, yeah, I, I know I really, the I know the dumb ones, and that's that's the ones because that's what I grew up on. I, I like Mel Brooks. Was a serious one, right? That was like him being. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. Never even heard of Life Stinks. I'm looking it up right now. I've heard of it before, but I don't remember. Much uh, a, about yeah, it. American comedy drama film co-written, produced, directed by, and starring Mel Brooks. It is one of the few Mel Brooks comedies that is not a parody, nor at any time does the film break the fourth wall. Okay. Not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Not, it's not that I'm not a fan of Mel Brooks. I'm just, I've never like, it's never drawn me. He's never, really he's not it. from our thing, is he? Like he's probably, not, probably not. Yeah. He's our, we he's came our in, uncle's right. We came guy. in at the, at the tail end of his heyday, like uh, young Frankenstein, right. uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein and uh, which is a blazing saddles. And, yeah. 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 Like that, like, like young Frank, Frankenstein, I think is probably the one that probably transcends most generations. If you're going to pick right. one. Uh, however, stinks might even be, I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the description. This might be sackable because it is. It was a critical and box office flop. Oh, it's less better. comedy than other things that he's done. Basically, it's like the equivalent of Brewster's Millions. He's a he's <clears> a <throat> uh, he's a jerk CEO of a big company, rich big company. But he has to, he makes a bet with somebody, loses the bet, and he has to survive on the streets as if he were homeless for thirty days. Nice. I perused through Brewster's Millions the other day. It was on. Oh, I uh, love that movie. Was it on Pluto TV? I forget where it was at, but I was no. It actually was on Twitch, I believe. Someone was rebroadcasting it, like uh, the Shout Factory TV or somebody, or somebody yeah. was rebroadcasting it. I've never even heard of that. And if you think it, I mean, you've, have you seen it, Brian? Have you seen this? Life stinks. Life. I have not seen. Oh, you're asking either. Either one of you. Either one. No, of no. I I I I remember a movie. I remember it, and I can kind of see parts of it, but I never like watched it where I sit down and went, "Yeah." Mm. But I did remember thinking, "Oh, Mel Brooks." Yeah. Well, he's my main thing with him now is I just have a ton of respect for him and Alan Arkin, mm, or not Alan yes. Arkin. Sorry. Uh, ah, getting a name. Like Alan Arkin. Who's though. the guy that, that made the, the? They always work together, uh, and they hang out now. They go. Yeah. Um, What's wrong with me? <laughs> 
Reiner, Carl uh, Reiner, Carl Reiner. That's Carl Reiner, name. yes. Yeah. <laughs> the two of them meet every day for uh, deli sandwiches and Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, that is so great. In fact, I think there may be a, there may be a lesson there about longevity. If you want to live to be 96 or whatever he is, you go you go to a deli every day. You get a, you make sure you get a pickle. I think that's key here. You get a pickle. It's good yeah, for your body. Yeah. And then you watch Jeopardy to keep your mind sharp. See? That's the right. trick. That's why see? those two guys are still killing it like that. So I just have great respect for just like really old dudes who are still with it and got it together. I think that's that's right. For sure. Anyway, uh, hide the pickle. Unlike that's right. us. Yeah, unlike us. <laughs> Especially me today where I really hit the pickle hard. Um, all right. right. Uh, oh, you know what it would happen if he would have picked you first done away? Yeah, I would have went. I would have burned through. You would have won. You would have won, right? No, I would have yeah. lost. No, you would have yeah, lost. Yeah. I would have won. Yeah, exactly. You would have won, Scott. Because yeah, so, it was it was just it was just basically you guys had three each. Yeah. <laughs> so the bottom line is, it's Clacky D's fault for backing, like Brian said, backing the wrong horse. That's, that's what you right. did. Let me see here. If you would have Brian, Brian would have said Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. If and... Scott didn't say it first, if if Scott had went for that one, oh. I would have been. Yeah, that's true. That's a good yeah. point. There's no way of like Scott, looking Scott at these was, answers. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Scott was saying things that I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. He he didn't yeah. hit any of the ones that I was remembering. No. Right. Which right, is right. the this is the way of it's the way of me. All right. Uh well done. Brian Dunaway, everybody. We're gonna be on the boop show later today, three thirty mountain time, talking about video games, in particular some really cool indies this week. I also went down a deep, deep four X strategy rabbit hole. And uh, did a bunch of comparison for a new game that just came out in early access that I cannot wait to talk about. So that's later today on the Boop Show, 3.30 Mountain Time, right here at frogpants.tv. Also, real quick, Brian, while you're here, I need the world to do me a favor. Got it. And so everyone listening, including you guys, if you want to, if you have a story. Sure, sure. um, I need audio clips from people who had some some feelings or experiences around the time that Mortal Kombat came out and the world lost its mind and the government threatened to regulate video games and the video game industry kicked in their own rating system and it was all because of Night Trap and Mortal Kombat at that time. I'm looking for people's stories. Like I have a whole bunch of stories about why I was into Mortal Kombat at the time, but I was also in my 20s. I'd love to know what like a kid who was like 12 or 13 and wanted Mortal Kombat at the time, but his parents wouldn't let him. Like that's what, it. What was the story around your your family, your life, your like all that kind of stuff? We need this for an upcoming episode of this re- revamped current geek thing Tom and I are doing, and we're just looking for some additional life stories from people to include in a really cool upcoming episode that's going to be rad. Uh, that sounds cool. It I is like cool. that idea. Yeah, I'm so, doing it. So if you've got anything, if anyone else out there listening has anything. I'm going to spread the. I'm going to mention this on a lot of shows. So you're going to get sick of me this week doing it, but I'm just looking, <laughs> looking for submissions from people out there who have something to say about that, about that moment in time where Mortal Kombat made every parent freak out, made the government have hearings on video game violence, uh, all of that stuff, and whether you think it had any impact on you as a kid or if you were a parent there, what was it like? I was a parent of a very. In fact, I was a brand new parent of a tiny baby. It's it's that's going to be a different wow. experience than if you had wow. you know kids who were twelve or thirteen or eleven or even you know eighteen or whatever. So whatever it is, whatever your role was then in the early nineties when and when MK hit and all that mess happened, 
Love to get your thoughts. Send me emails, Scott at frogpants.com. Okay. Scott at with, with, with audio attachments or or what? Audio or attachments. Story. If you if there's if you can't do audio attachments, I'll totally right, take right, right. written ones if we have to. But I would really prefer audio if you guys can. Just your phone a voice memo app, Android and iOS both have one. Just just quick, you know, little MP3 attached to an email and send it to me, Scott at frogpants.com. I would love it. Love it. Doing it. Right. Doing it right now. I would love yours as well. All right, Brian. I will uh, we'll all see you at 3 30. Congratulations on your win today and kiss our butts. <laughs> see you, buddy. <laughs> all right. Gosh Aww. dang it. I really Aww. thought I had that. If you asked me, I had a gun to my head and said, Yeah. Was it part one or part two? Yeah. I would say two because I thought that was the joke. Right, right. No, it, it, would, it would totally be something that Mel Brooks would have done, too. So, oh, it annoys me that I don't have that right. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll deal with major spoilers. <laughs> uh, and by that, I don't mean in a negative way. We love having Steven on, so stick around <laughs> for that. Uh, that's coming up right after this song that Brian has prepared. What is it? That's right. Do you want me to say who the song is brought to us by? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Big Amazing Stuff. Oh, th- uh, This uh, musical break is brought to you by Big Amazing Stuff coming from the Current Geek, Current Geek relaunch. Uh-huh. More details soon. Scott, anything you can tell us right now? Well, other than that, uh, what I just mentioned there, um, we are well into constructing this season. I can tell people that before the launch, there'll be a Kickstarter so that we can afford what we're doing because what we're doing is expensive. Um, We are going really hard into curated, edited, uh, written content, like returning the show into a more of an essay-style coverage of sort of the nerdy topics that we're all into. For example, this is just a little tease. Our first okay. episode is about where mana comes from as both a construct and an idea that's used in modern video games and tabletop games. But where did it really come from? What is the history of the idea? Is it religious? Is it philosophical? What is mana or mana? We learned very quickly because you can't say oh. it wrong. Uh, we have a whole episode on just that. We have interviews with experts in the field. I'm not kidding you. This is like a big deal. Like it's not just me and Tom. It's like re- we have a professor on. Wow. Uh, we have a whole oh, episode cool. coming up trying to figure out why pro wrestling is what it is and how it got to be what it is. And we have pro wrestlers on. We have mm-hmm. like people in that industry. We have all kinds of cool episodes that are like this. Uh, but I don't want to give too much away. So more on that soon. Tom and I are just getting ready to to make bigger announcements. So a couple of teases there. But it's going to be great. And that Mortal Kombat thing is for an episode about how MK changed it basically gave us the e for everyone for forever and how did that all happen like it's going to be great it's going to be really good don't worry rainbow bright says jury should get on that wrestling one maybe he is Mm. maybe he is okay uh that's it sorry song song time now song yeah let's uh let's go to a band called cocktails they are a quintet from the san francisco area uh and uh they're power pop so that automatically makes me give uh, give bands like that a listen. And if I like it, then I bring it to you. If you're familiar with bands like the Rubenus, the Records, uh, Shoes, they're kind of in that same uh, vein. Teenage Fan Club, another another one some, uh, similar, to like, uh, similar to that. They're getting ready to release their third album, Catastrophic Entertainment, on July 1st via Berlin-based Alien Snatch Records. <laughs> oh, geez. And their own imprint, Wizards and Potions Records. It's about an alien that takes things. Uh-huh. So he's like, oh, okay. He like, yeah, it's. I don't know what you were thinking. I don't what know what you, I was what thinking at thinking? all. I was thinking of that movie yeah. with Brad Pitt. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. That's a good one to think of. Yeah. Anyway, 
they've got that brand new uh, album coming out. <laughs> this is kind of their equivalent of the replacements uh, song about Alex Chilton. Uh, it's a song about the drummer from Cheap Trick. The song is called Bun E. Carlos. Here are cocktails. <laughs> guys i want to talk to you today about magic spoon i can't believe how much i like magic spoon i have to okay real talk here i was skeptical because growing up as a kid cereal was like the best thing right sugar cereal hey mom i want you know whatever sugar cereal you got but now as an adult can't really eat that stuff anymore can't do the carbs can't do the sugar can't do the unhealthy parts of things, you know? You're trying to trying to live better. So I opened up a box of this amazing Magic Spoon cereal. And I can't believe how good it is. And yet, it's the healthiest thing. So I really, really like it. Um, zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only 3 net car, uh, grams of carbs in each serving. All right? Zero, 12, and 3. An amazingly set of low numbers. There are four great flavors. Cocoa, 
fruity, frosted, and blueberry. I've tried all of them. They're all really good. I think if I had to pick a favorite, though, I'm probably going with fruity and blueberry. Again, it brings out the kid in me, I guess. They taste amazing. Honestly, a little too good to be true. It's just shocking. I, I was so skeptical going in. I know I keep pounding on this, but it's true. It's also keto-friendly, so if that's the kind of lifestyle you're living, you're going to love this. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And, uh, man, I just love it. Absolutely love it. Um, the, 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 big, the big kicker for me, or the big takeaway, is you can eat and feel like you were when you were a kid, and none of this stuff mattered. didn't matter how full of sugar this stuff was. But as an adult, and as a kid now, if you got kids, they're going to love this stuff. Uh, go ahead and get it. Side note, some of the coolest art I've ever seen on a cereal box. I'm completely sold, and I am not saying that because they're sponsoring. I am saying it because I mean it. Here's what I want you to do. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS, grab a variety pack, and try it today, and be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout and get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed by 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash TMS and use that code TMS for free shipping. And we thank them again for sponsoring the show. Haven't you figured it out? I can't feel pain. One more piece they stole from me. No! You must free their minds before you can free their bodies. This is the morning stream. Pop mother effin' I. And we're back, everybody. You may notice in the chat room, Brian looks like he's on the set of uh, <laughs> what's it called? Spin. I forgot the name of the show. Oh, look at that. There's. I like the uh, the weird uh, Captain America shield that suddenly appears when I move out of. Uh, yeah. Move out of the way. It just stays there. It doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. That's funny. No, it doesn't. But if I go this way, you don't see it. No. But if I go this way, yeah. Oh, it oh. disappeared. Yes. Oh. oh, there it goes. Yeah, I don't. That's stupid. Uh, it is stupid. But I like well, well, I didn't know. But why Price is Right? Was that a built-in one? You just decided to put that in there. What was the deal? I just decided to put that in there. They uh, they made a whole bunch of these available. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I know. Yes. I remember a while back they, they flooded the thing with it. And I guess you can do your own too, right? You can put whatever you, you can want. do your own. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, too much. I don't need that kind of processing. No background. So no. Thank you very much. Um. All right. That totally fixed the problem I was having. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I guess F you Skype. F you uh, Skype. <coughs> they didn't and, uh, update. Of course it's... you uh, connected in on. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's that's how we say it. Hey, uh, welcome back, everyone. We're uh, we're back, and it's uh, time for us to call Steven Schleicher, get him all up in it, because we want to win it, and uh, we can't win it without him. Mm -hmm. So here he comes, and here's his song. Where is it? Steve. Check it out. It's Steven Schleicher all the way from Hayes, Kansas and from the headquarters of Majorspoilers.com. Steven, hello and welcome. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good morning. You doing all right? How's life? I'm doing I'm doing well. Yeah? Are you uh Oh, let's see. What uh it gets warm there, right? So you're in the you're in the Oh yeah, we're in the hundreds already. Yeah. It's uh that's always a fun time. We were about 95 all week so far that well, yeah. last week most of the week. And uh today though, it's cloudy and windy. 
So it's still going to be warm out, but we're going to have all the windows open and just let everything kind of blow around, mm, and it's going to be nice. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, everybody in my house has allergies, so I can never open the windows very long. Mm. Well, here's the other reason is we were at this dinner thing the other night, and one of my neighbors brought up uh, the fact that Utah uh, has the highest average of radon gas Uh-oh. that uh, of any state in the union, Uh for whatever reason, we have a lot of ancient weird stuff under Box our crusts stuff. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but not only that, like there's natural forms of it that just come out of the shale and stuff like that. So, uh, so somebody was saying, Oh yeah, my neighbor, he, he tested it at four and they said, that's like, that's like smoking 12 cigarettes and cigarettes a day. You'll get the, you'll get the lung cancer from it. And now all I can think about is I'm in a basement all the time at the, the studio down here. <laughs> oh, no, I don't yeah. want the radon. Oh, just get a little radon meter. You just plug it in. Yeah, I thought and they had to every, test for it. Didn't they have to come out here and do like a big test? No, you can get a radar detector. You just plug it into the wall and like uh, once every two years, it'll go off to remind you that uh, that you need to replace the battery because you've forgotten about it. It's that yeah. easy? It's that yeah. easy. It's that easy. You just run down to the hardware store and pick one up. Well, I mean. Or I could do Amazon, I guess. Coronavirus. But. I'll do Amazon. I'll buy it on Amazon. <laughs> there you go. Here it is. Corinium Home Radon Detector by Art Air Things. Uh, portable, lightweight, easy to use, AAA battery operated, 2,000 positive reviews, 143 bucks. That's a lot, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, so $143 your, or your, your life. Uh, what's your health worth, Scott? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but what if I plug it in and it just immediately starts going beep, 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 beep. Well, well, then you call the fire department and they come out and they will do a better inspection and then they will say, uh, yes, you do, or no, you're fine. Put a battery all in. All right, let's thing. say they find it or let's say it's all accurate. You know what I heard that costs? That costs like, I don't know, three grand well, or something. To... So do you have cracks in your foundation? Not that I know of, but we had an earthquake in probably... May well, or March. There you go. So probably not a bad time to get that inspected either. So. Shit. I hate stuff like this. All right. I'm going to do you know, it. That's how it started out as a free warning from a friend. All of a sudden escalated <laughs> to $143, then $3,000. Yeah. And now I've got to buy a new house. Well, you forget how cheap I am. Um, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read these reviews and I'm going to check it out later. Cause it just weirded me out. These people are telling me about 20. Look at this. Here's the numbers. 21,000 deaths are attributed annually to radon gas in the U S alone. This and other radon side effects can be prevented by monitoring. Yeah. Okay. All right. Also, you can get these little things that you can put on your floor. And if you if it gets any water in the area, it'll instantly start sounding so you don't have a flooded basement. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that I'm not so worried about. I don't know why I'm just not. But because I won't die from it in my lungs, I guess. But here, here it says radon is a naturally occurring radioactive gas that comes up from the ground and can accumulate into unsafe levels in the home. It is odorless, colorless, and tasteless. Well, mm-hmm. F right off, you stupid gas. <laughs> All right, Nothing I'm, is the same way. That's why they have to put the egg smell in there. They have yeah. to inject that smell into it. I guess so. But the truth is, I mean, if, well, whatever. I'll just pretend I smoked eight cigarettes a day, eight to 12 cigarettes a day. <laughs> I know people that do go. that, and they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Yeah. 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 It's fine. What's your secret to long <laughs> long life? Ten <laughs> cigarettes a day. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Stephen, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about other cool stuff. Tell me what's going on in your world. What's What do you want to cover today? Well, you know, you guys were talking about the coronavirus uh, earlier with uh, with Brian, and it just so happens that we're probably not out of the woods just yet. There are so many movies that had already pushed themselves, and now they're pushing again. 
Uh, the, the, the Christopher yeah. Nolan Tenet movie mm. has been pushed by two more weeks now. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> now arriving in, oh, I forget what the date is now. I don't see it here. July 31st is when now they are wanting to push that out. Now, that also, that, w- that, that, st- that started a, like a uh, domino effect because right after oh. that, Wonder Woman got delayed. And then the Matrix yeah, got Yeah, Wonder delayed. Woman 84 has been moved to October 2nd. Godzilla vs. Kong has been moved to May 21st of 2021. Mm-hmm. Matrix 4 has been moved to April of 2022. And Tom and Jerry are moving to May 21st of 2020. I don't, well, wait, what? The In the past? 2020? How are they doing that? 2021, you mean? Oh, I mean 2021, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Time travel? Now I'm interested. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of bummed because I was looking forward to Tenet being this kind of stake in the ground that is like, all right, if movie theaters get their crap together and and figure out ways to do this, that's going to be the first movie I go back to seeing a movie in the theater Mm -hmm. to see. But um, I guess two weeks is... uh, Two weeks isn't that big a deal. I was thinking if if it got pushed, it might be pushed by months. But two I'm, weeks. I'm going to guess that as we get closer to that day, you might see it get pushed, pushed again. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. everybody wants So I think what's happening is everybody wants to wait and see what happens when Disney reopens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. Disney China or uh, Disney Hong Kong, I think, opens this week, next week. I forget what day it is. Uh, opens. But I think they want to see how that goes. And then maybe sure. they will say, okay, maybe it's okay to open movie theaters, but... For people that are just like raring to get out there, eh, got a little got a little ways to go. Well, the problem is a lot of the testing that seems to be pretty, um, you know, they've been able to get some de- decent data out of is that outside versus inside is a definitely definitely makes a difference in terms of spread. Mm-hmm. And movie theaters are inherently inside, so I don't know how they're going to deal with that. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. you can do all the spacing and the mask wearing, but. Um, Still gonna travel, and you still got exactly, and you still got to eat popcorn. Can't eat popcorn with mask on. That's right. I don't trust any of those guys that clean up after. Those guys are like twelve and don't care about nothing. They're they're they just want to vape and you know go to the concert. (laughs) It sounded like the most old guy thing. (laughs) Go to the big dance. Go to the. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that. So right. the what, boulevard. <laughs> at what point, Brian, do you think that the that the studios just say we need to make some money? We're going to have to push these big these big budgeted movies onto direct to video. Yeah, I think that um, I think I think they're they're probably talking about that right now. They're probably figuring out which ones can do that. And as far as I know, the ones that they've done that with, like the um, Scoob and mm-hmm. uh, Trolls. Uh, and- trolls things like that well trolls oh yeah trolls was you, you you still had to pay for it it wasn't part of the disney plus thing yeah. right, right onward right. onward was the disney plus thing yeah but mm-hmm. that was already out um, in theaters so they they had probably already spent whatever they were going to do that's in theaters true anyway yeah. yeah um i don't know i mean uh paying i guess i would pay 20 bucks right now to watch new mutants at home just to rip the band-aid off and finally see that movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't need to see that in the theaters Tenet, yeah, same thing for Tenet, right? If they offered those right now for twenty bucks, just watch them at home. Twenty bucks, I'd I'd do it. I totally would. Well, hold on, is Tenet like a big old? Uh, it's the Christopher Nolan thing. Well, it's yeah, the, but uh, is it a big? Is it a big giant uh, IMAX kind of production type thing, or just a quiet little? I mean, it, a lot of it looks like. Um, what was the last one? The big one that he did with the uh, folding Inception. Cities. Inceptions. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. there's a lot of it that looks like that, but okay. with time travel. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I mean, he likes to go big on that stuff. He likes that format. So I'm not yeah. not not that you can't enjoy it in some other way, but that may be what 
what they want people to do is see it in IMAX. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can wait for a David Tennant documentary about David Tennant's life. <laughs> That'd oh, be great. Oh, yeah. it's not about that? Oh, okay. Got no. that wrong. All about Doctor Who, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. A Doctor Who documentary called cool, Tennant. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so, so... Speaking about... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the, the Wonder Woman deal is is the one that surprised me. Is Are they just all following following the lead? Like, they, like everything's posted around Tenet, and then if Tenet moves, everyone else moves? That kind of Yeah, idea. that's kind of what it looks like, because Godzilla moved, and then um, was it Tenet took its place so that it could fit in there and got pushed those two weeks, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman's the same way. They're all finding little slots that they can drop things into, but the, but the weird thing is, you know, we're going to find out come September whether any of this stuff is is working because you're going to have kids going back to college in many cases from all over the country. You're going to have kids who have been isolated at home in the grade school and middle school and high school system that are going to be back together. And that's when things are going to get very interesting. And I think that's maybe kind of what uh, the movie theaters are, and the, the studios are looking at is what happens in these late dates. Mm. Is it going to be okay to go to a movie theater in October or are we going to be back to homeschooling mm, come yeah. September 14th? Oh yeah, that's a really good question. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a as a parent with kids in school right now, how do you feel about that idea? How's that land? Um, my wife hates it because she doesn't think that the kids are getting as much learning done as they could. Mm-hmm. But I think my kids are doing just fine in the way that the the system worked before. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that, if they were at school anyway, the youngest would have gotten his homework done in five minutes, while the teacher is walking around helping all the other kids too. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's fine, but the the social interaction is the thing that's killing the kids. Yeah, I feel like that's a. I mean, no. Okay, <clears throat> I want to put this out here and, and preface it. No offense and no judgment toward. I know many people that were homeschooled. Okay, mm-hmm. lots of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in almost every case, not every case, but in most cases, the parents weren't able to give them the kind of social interactions they needed to not come out just a little goofy on the social side and i realize that's that's a subjective way to put it because someone's goofy is somebody else's endearing i understand that but almost every kid i knew that was homeschooled when i was growing up was a special kind of odd in the overall group you know when you tried to reintegrate them they were different they were so different that other kids would tease them did they do other activities did they participate in a out of homeschool sport or go to dances or anything no like and that. this is that not and that that's exactly right like that's the problem and so i wonder if in this particular case let's say a lot of new homeschooling has to happen how are they going to actually construct those experiences so the kids have access to that i don't know well you know you know 20 years ago we didn't have things like zoom and skype and facebook and and instant messaging and all that stuff so my youngest is doing great he has one or two friends that are his best friends and you can tell about five o'clock in the afternoon, they all get on, on whatever instant message system they're doing. And they're live streaming with one another and playing video games and laughing their heads off and yelling and screaming and having a lot of fun. Uh, my oldest who likes to go out and participate in sports, he doesn't get to do a lot of that because there's no sports activities that they can do. So he chats, I think with his friends, I've mentioned before the, the Oculus was a great thing for him because now he can go online and talk and play with his friends in a lot of those virtual environments. Mm-hmm. So there are those kinds of things to get that, that social aspect in it. But I do know that in the first, you know, month and a half of homeschooling, it hit both of them very, very hard in that. I want to see my friends. I can't see my friends, uh, those kinds of things. Right. Yeah. I just think it's hard because now, even if you're a parent and you, and you've got a plan, you're like, all right, we're going to do this kind of social stuff. 
part of the problem with this whole pandemic is that you can't do the kinds of social things right. you would normally right. want to do the sports or the, mm-hmm. the go to the movies on Saturdays or the whatevers. So mm-hmm. I don't know. This is just a special kind of challenge for parents right now. I feel bad for yeah. for them. I mean, unless you're, yeah. if you have infants, no big deal. You know, you are school, but if you've got a kid, well, who's, I mean, you know, I don't know. I think there's something to be said about, you know, kids going to a daycare or a preschool or something where they do learn those social interactions at a very young age right? so that they can be adjusted when they get into a grade school or a middle school system. I was not someone who was sent to, um, I, I went to a babysitter who maybe babysat for four or five kids at a time yeah. growing up, but I never went to a preschool. So when it came time to get into kindergarten or when it came time to get into uh, some kind of regimented education system, it was really tough for me mm. uh, because this was not just plop down, play toys, watch TV, eat lunch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, those kinds of things, I think, for young kids, I think really, really help. You you just described the life we'd all like. Plop down, watch TV, eat mm-hmm. lunch. I mean, that's kind of what I do now, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds yeah. all right, actually, at the moment. All right. So uh, real quick, one more thing. Uh, yeah. Usually the first Saturday in May is free comic book day. Mm-hmm. But obviously with the coronavirus, uh, we have not been able to do free comic book day this year. Yeah. Uh, but there have been a lot of free comic book day comics published. Uh, Marvel has said, hey, we're going to go ahead and release two of our free comic book day comics that you can pick up totally for free from your local comic shop on Wednesday, July 15th. So... I don't know if there are any other publishers that are jumping on board with this and making July 15th the new free comic book day. But if you're looking for an amazing Spider-Man versus Venom or an X-Men comic uh, that I think was supposed to come out, Brian, at the same time as the new mutants, because I believe, uh, what's her name uh, with the sword? Uh, she's Magic. on the cover. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's on the cover of that one. Uh, oh, so yeah. I think it was supposed to kind of coincide yeah. with the release of that movie. So if you want to go <laughs> and get some, some, uh, some free comics, July 15th is the day. Contact your local comic shop to make sure that they are participating, number one. Number two, make sure they're going to be open or if they have some system in place for you to come in safely to go get a couple of free comic books. I have a suggestion for HBO Max, a.k.a. Warner Brothers, a.k.a. DC, okay? Mm-hmm. I think if they're looking for a way to truly make their new streaming service have a major boost jump, they go straight to that thing with Wonder Woman 1984. Now, I know there's a lot of money you're going to lose in the theaters if you do that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I but don't. Will you it, though? There been, I haven't been following the reports. What are the what are the signups like? I don't know. I don't know how we've that's been. Gone we've them. got. Has it been thirty days? Because usually, when when um, when Disney Plus launched thirty days after, we knew exactly how many people showed up. Because Disney was touting, "Hey, we got twenty million people that have signed up for this service." Yeah, we exceeded our uh, numbers. We're well ahead of where we thought we'd be, and all that. Yeah. And and certainly when they announced the Snyder Cut, which won't be available until twenty twenty one, that had a lot of people going. Wait, HBO Max is more than just recycled movies that come and go inside of a service. Yeah. So I think there's still a lot of people that don't know anything about that service. So DC, I. I would not disagree with you that Wonder Woman 1984 would draw a lot of people to that service. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they're looking for a real quick short-term turnaround on the movie that they've already spent all the money on, selling it for twenty nine ninety nine, uh, you know, rental or whatever, as a premier VOD would probably be the smarter choice. Yeah, that actually, that's a good point. If they do that, they could probably at least uh, equal or for perhaps surpass what they were going to do in theaters. But then they open up the fight that Universal's having right now because they did Trolls the way they did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone, all the theaters are still pissed at Universal. Um, well, so 
Take so. this to another approach. Now, DC Comics announced that they have broken with Diamond Comic Distributors, the comic book company that, uh, or the distribution company that ships all the comics, a monopoly. They yep. have said, and they said this months ago, hey, we're testing the system during uh, coronavirus with these two other uh, distribution companies. They have since decided that those other two distribution companies work fine for them, and they've broken with Diamond, and that has, of course, got a lot of people uh, very angry and upset. But I think one of the reasons uh, from DC's justification of why they went with these other two distribution companies is because Diamond wasn't fulfilling their end of the obligation. So at this point, movie studios aren't fulfilling, or I'm sorry, the movie theaters are not fulfilling the movie studios' expectations of we're putting a movie out. If you're not going to run it in your theaters, then you're, quote unquote, in a breach of contract. So we're going to go to other places to do this. Mm, yeah. I so, mean, I mean, that would be a way around it now. Of right. course, you've got the public ridicule and scorn that comes with that. But I think that uh, that would be their best approach if they wanted to do Wonder Woman 1984 as a premier VOD experience. Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably a good uh, a good call. I don't know what they're going to do. It's so weird. Uh, also, uh, HBO Max, which I really like so far, I think it's great. Um, yeah, it's really nice. It's uh, The only complaint I have is that it's just marketing wise it's just confusing people don't know what yeah. they're getting and I, I, they right. really I, I know HBO is their big brand but they really should have called it Warner Brothers something yeah I, can, I tend uh, to agree because I, I think that that would have been a better a better call sign you, know, you, you everyone knows what Warner Brothers is everyone knows what Disney is right not everyone knows what um the Criterion Collection is yeah right, uh, right. so you know and, you, and they're you thinking say, that HBO Max is just a reskinning of the old HBO app anyway yeah, yeah it's now maximum HBO like what does maximum HBO even mean <laughs> or they think it's HBO and Cinemax which it's not <laughs> oh I didn't even yeah. think of that they own them too don't they don't they own Cinemax somebody does Warner does, does. Showtime now what? maybe Showtime maybe, does. maybe they do own both I don't know but see you're we're 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 basically yeah, showcasing the problem. Owns, Warner Brother owns. Cinemax. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but we're it's another example of the confusion. Like it's just confusing. Mm -hmm. And I know HBO is a huge brand, but it's not a huge brand in the way that Disney is a huge brand. And that is to say, as a service that would attract not just people that are like, dude, I'm going to binge Game of Thrones and see the boobies. Like they want to go after the you know. There's there's tons of cool kid programming on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. All right. the Warner Brother stuff they're doing on there is amazing. They, you know, how, how are people going to know if you call it HBO? It's just weird. It's weird. The whole thing's weird. But I like it as a as a somebody who is, can get past the marketing side of it and just use it. I like it. It's good. Yeah, Brian, what do you think of their interface? It's okay. Um, I I I was looking for the DC stuff uh, the other day, and I know you know you have to lots well, of mm -hmm. thing. I know you have to kind of scroll down pretty far to finally get to the stuff that's not HBO series and, and things like that right. i kind of wanted a menu in the top corner to yeah, go up I to think, and say I, yeah networks or, or something like that yeah i think that's what they they need to do and if you go over to disney mm -hmm. that's what they have they have all yeah. their star wars national and geographic, marvel and marvel. And national geographic yeah, exactly. all up there at the top they need to yep. take that hbo menu structure move it up to the top and then i think you would have as people come to that as the first landing page they'd go oh my gosh look at all this stuff as opposed right. to Oh, uh, featured series Friends, Doom Patrol, Sopranos, Big Bang Theory, Watchmen. Well, I've already seen any of that stuff. Is that all that's yeah, here? I, I'm, exactly. I'm out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so the other if thing. If they move that up, I think that it would cause more people to explore. Front page is a little weird the way it works yeah. right now. Yeah, but, uh, and I only asked Brian that, uh, Scott, because of Brian's web stuff. Oh, yeah, no, of course. And also, uh, uh, real quick here, if you're looking for, I think I've already said it on the show, and I know I have. Last week I recommended it, but... All their old back catalog, Looney Tunes stuff from the 30s mm -hmm. forward, 
is not just there, but in incredible condition. Mm. Like, all remastered, all cleaned up, um, as, as good looking as it did the day it aired in 1942 on some movie screen. Like, just really tightened up. And if you're into that stuff like I am, that service is almost worth it on that on that note alone for me. Because mm-hmm. I just love old Looney Tunes cartoons. But um, anyway, just a little side note there for you folks. Uh, all right. Well, we are, we'll keep our eye on all this and talk about it as uh, things uh, get closer to normalcy. Here with Steven Schleicher at Majorspoilers.com. Anything happening on the site or on the podcast you want to mention? Uh, well, coming up in about an hour, I've been doing a lunchtime game time where I just sit down and play a bunch of different games uh, on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Majorspoilers. So uh, if you're looking, uh, today I'm going to play the beta version of Street Masters mm. uh, for everybody. Um, uh, Blacklist Games said it was totally okay to do that. So I'm going to do that today, 12.30 p.m. Central Time, uh, right on our Twitch channel. Street Masters, how do I know what this is? It's I a board this. game that is very much like a classic 80s arcade game. Uh, I'm sure Dan has talked about it before. Oh, uh, but it, yeah. but it, it's got cards. It's a card shuffling game where you pull up your powers, but then there's a storyline, there's an arcade mode, but it really feels like a punch-em-up version of a side scroller but in a board game form yeah so they've cool. gone from it's like double dragon format. yeah it's like yeah, double yeah, dragon yeah. or bad dudes or one of those mm-hmm. games yeah mm-hmm. okay yep. so they've gone from the physical masters. board game to an electronic version of the game and uh, it's in beta right now so i'm going to play that today at 12 30 i'd probably prefer this to be honest because it's pretty fun it, it can be very challenging though well i'd prefer it over regular beat-em-ups because those bore me to tears mm-hmm. i've never liked them um streets of rage 2 is pretty cool and i guess the new streets of rage is supposed to be good but i'm just not a not a fan of that particular subgenre of scrolling beat 'em up fight games, the beat 'em up genre, but putting it in board game form, it's kind of interesting. I'd have to, yeah, to dig in. Okay, yeah. uh, that Here's sounds like the, fun. Oh, as, as we close, real quick, the, my only thoughts on Mortal Kombat: fifty cents for a video game. That's what that was my thought back then. <laughs> oh, forgot about that. Yeah. You should call that in and leave me a voicemail about that because <laughs> I play that on this thing. I'm not kidding. That's a pretty good take. Uh, Steven Schleicher, everybody. He is the one and only Major Spoilers. Major Spoilers on Twitter.com and all else. Steven, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Stay hydrated. Bye now. <laughs> see ya. Hydration with Steven Schleicher. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, do you want to hear a mashup called Monday Mashup Old Fatty Nuts? Uh, do I? Do I? Of mm-hmm. course I do. Okay, good. Because does I the have it. Poop in the woods? He does. Does the bear wear a funny hat? He does, but they both do. Both those are accurate. Here it is. It's the Monday mashup. And uh, like I said, it's got something to do with old fatty nuts, which I vaguely remember. Enjoy. You just feel a little bit of a eh, or a mm, and as soon as you feel the mm, that's when you hit the button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're out there, Brian, just pound down a whole freaking bottle of Pino Gunar or whatever the hell they're called. It just, it was wow. Some... That was almost the name of a wine. I don't know anything about wine. <laughs> Nothing. It's been a while. It's been a while since I it's said I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been seven years since I played with you. Got to perform on a stage and took a poo. Jean Van Langedem. 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 I would say Langedem or Langedem, maybe. Get it together. Hey, open the bay. Open the bay doors. Open you gotta the take a whiz, eh? You gotta take a piss. You gotta take a whiz, eh? <laughs> I drank too much Elsinore beer on the way up here, eh? It's too much tang. Uh, you hoser, you drinking all the tang. Which is um, Michael Phelps being kind of a Boy Scout, kind of being the good guy. Michael Phelps. Is that right? You said Michael Phelps? Michael Phelps? Not, right Not Michael Phelps. That's the swimmer. What's yeah. the guy? It just hit me like, wait, Phelps? Michael Jim? Phelps. What's the, guy? <laughs> What's the guy's name? Jim Phelps, not Michael Phelps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps is a swimmer guy. <laughs> I'm going to remove your head, Wabbit. <laughs> All 
<laughs> disembody <laughs> you and take all your limbs. <laughs> and uh, Bugs Bunny's going to be hey, like, Hey, Bugs. <laughs> Good to see you, Bugs. <laughs> uh, our next uh, auction uh, is going to be 25 minutes in the holodeck with a fake Deanna Troy. Uh, do I hear 100 quatloos? How about 100 quatloos? Oh, my Lord. Shit. Fly Bird like shit. the wind Bird and shit. a turd on the ground. Bird shit. By Elizabeth Taylor. X marks the spot. Bird shit. <laughs> Don't you put them right into the veins in your legs up by your junk? That's a thing you can do, right? Just stick it in your junk. I don't want anything sharp by my junk. Well, I don't either, but I'm, I'm just saying if you're a desperate heroin user and you're all out of veins, maybe you got to go there. My wife could totally pull me off. Like I. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me back that up. Oh, okay, Fisto. Oh, geez. I came out totally wrong. They're tasty, but I think they're super fatty nuts. They are very fatty nuts. You don't want to eat too many. You want to eat like a few. I don't know if there is a good nut for weight loss because they are, you know, oily right. fatty nuts. Look, fatty nuts was my favorite trumpet player in the old jazz time in the 30s. <laughs> old fatty nuts just really can Old fatty it nuts. Yeah, old fatty nuts. Oh, the way he played, man. <laughs> uh, that's a good one, Jamie, as always. Jamie putting together some rad mashup work. Follow him on Twitter at TMS Mashups. I have some bonuses to play this week, too. Ooh, Brian. Very exciting. All right. Uh, quick email. This is a great email because we finally heard from him. This guy's become a celebrity. He, he didn't even he know it. Even know it. Didn't even know it. This is yeah. from Kevin in Ann Arbor, Michigan. He says this: "I don't like bees." Is his subject line. <laughs> he says uh, in his message, "As the goof, or sorry, as the goof that used to leave voicemails on the Frog Pants line, I was delighted and surprised to hear that my I don't like bees line turned into an electronic song." My girlfriend didn't believe me as uh, as believe me when I called her into the kitchen to listen until I said the line uh, for her to hear in person. Although I don't call with as many nonsense voicemails or emails anymore, I am still loving and listening to the show. Though you and Brian Ibbotson have gotten me through some really challenging life moments with a smile on my face. Sending my best from Michigan, Kevin. Well, Kevin, in commemoration of this moment. I'm going to play it one more time. Here it is. Well, not one more time, just a, a time now. Here you go. I don't like bees. There you go, buddy. <laughs> well done. You created a meme. So good. Yeah. And, and uh, you, you deserve all the accolades and uh, title influences that you get from this. Yep. Full credit goes to Kevin. And Ann Arbor, That's right. Michigan. And Kevin's girlfriend. It's really, it's really him, man. It it's, really is. It's him. really Kevin. Yeah. yeah he's, he's. Now, now that she's heard that, there's no denying it, right? No, exactly. She has to She has to believe him. Let's do it one more time for her. I don't like bees. Okay, Janet, you now know, and you're good to go. I don't know what her name is. I made that Janet. Yeah, I was going to say, did he say her name? Because I didn't I see it in the list. I made <laughs> it email. I don't know why I called her Janet, but for some reason. Janet. I feel like he's with a Janet. Not a Janice. Not like Janice from accounting. Janet. No, he doesn't seem like a Janet guy. I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if her name was B? <laughs> Beatrice. Yeah. Beatrice. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Because he does like B, is what he'd say. That's right. Uh, all right. Well done. Thank you for the, the email. I love that we heard that. Uh, I was serious earlier, you guys, about those Mortal Kombat voicemails. Send me those. I need them. Frogpants or Scott at frogpants.com. And also, don't forget, you can support this show at patreon.com slash TMS. If you haven't already done it, it's a great time to get in. I just put together the art for the monthly thing, and it's... It turned out rad. I'm really excited about it. And uh, you guys got some exclusive Fred and Can art last month that no one else got. So 
slap yourselves on the back, I guess. Uh, but anyway, there's more than that uh, to get, including bonus shows every week, all kinds of stuff. Uh, content at the top and bottom of the show that we do every day that you don't get on the normal feed. You can get that. Anyway, patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else is at frogpants.com TMS slash TMS, rather. And that's it, except for a song. Play a song. Yes, this is uh, this is a request from me because um, I really wanted to play this today and I didn't have a birthday or anything else lined up to, to fit today. So um, this is from the soundtrack to a TV show I recommended for Recommendals uh, earlier this year, a Hulu, a Hulu program starring Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington called Little Fires Everywhere. Uh, still recommend it. Still very good. And, um, uh, and, and right there on Hulu, if you've already got Hulu. Uh, this is a cover of Phil Collins in the air tonight performed by Judith Hill. Here you go. It, it's uh, I guess there's nothing more for me to say. It just smolders, mm. which is appropriate. Nice. Right. All right. Uh, little fires everywhere. Smolders. Judith Hill in the air tonight. Speaking of fires everywhere, tune in tomorrow. We'll have Justin. We'll have uh, Bill. Those guys are both firebrands in their own right. So check fire that out. On fire. We'll be here all week. Tell your friends. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Dorothy, you took her, you damn thief.